You're listening to the Fairies and Folklore Podcast by Renal. I'm dark fantasy author Renal Janssen von With nearly a decade of digging around in dusty folklore books, researching creatures of imagination that ignited my curiosity, I'm here to share the folklore in a nutshell and how I reimagined it for my writing in An Origin of the Fae. This is the Fairies and Folklore Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Rinal Janssen von Vieren. You can just call me Rinal. In today's episode, we're continuing our exploration of the Feyre. This episode is brought to you by my Dark Court Sisters book series, available in ebook, paperback, and audiobook. Three sisters, three destinies, three ways to destroy the world. Go to RinaldaMythmaker.com forward slash Dark Court Sisters series for more. You can now support my time in producing the podcast, researching, writing and everything else involved by buying me a coffee. This can be a once-off thing or you can buy me coffee again in the future at your discretion. Go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Renal to support me. We are continuing our exploration of solitary fae. Today's theory, Ogres, Folklore in a Nutshell by Renal. Ogres can be found in the folklore of several places, though the one people are most familiar with is the European humanoid one that enjoys eating human flesh. And though the term ogre and giant and ogre and troll are used interchangeably in some places, the true hallmark of an ogre is that it enjoys human flesh and other kinds of meat, has bad hygiene, is human-like in size and appearance with some exaggerated features, bigger head, hands or feet, have a bad temper, unsociable and are usually not the sharpest pencil in the bunch, though the occasional wise ogre is an exception to this rule. A lot of ogres are seen as being big, not tall and muscled, but more rotund and muscled. They usually also have bad skin, no hair, and in some cases, even tusks. A lot of ogres are usually featured with big clubs. And though it is clear that ogres enjoy eating humans, it is sometimes the focus of stories that they prefer eating children, and in some tales, they eat their own. And now, for my interpretation of the Fae, in an origin of the Fae, ogres. Ogres are immensely strong creatures. They are taller than most humans, but well muscled to the point of looking out of proportion. They don't have any hair because of the toughness of their skin. Most are great cooks and are employed as such by the Fae who can afford to and who can deal with the strength and hunger of these creatures. Ogres don't usually mix with other fae. They do live in clans though, for protection from those who would hunt them for sport. Killing an ogre is a king medieval knight slaying a dragon among young fae nobility. Some have made their homes in the mortal realm, though these are usually truly solitary creatures who do not live in clans. Though some of them are exiled, 
Not all ogres in the mortal realm are. Not only do they enjoy the flesh of any mortal being or fey creature, they also on occasion eat their young, or anyone killed in a brawl. It's rare for them to eat anything but meat. They are great warriors and would accomplish much if not for the infighting among clans. As a little bonus, let's look at this fairy translated to Afrikaans. Mensvreter. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Fairies and Folklore podcast and that you've learned something new about fairy. Remember that you can get a transcript of this episode in the description. If you're new to the podcast, why not go and grab your free copy of Unseen, the second book in the fairy tale series, on my website, renaldemythmaker.com. Loads of folklore, magic and danger await. Take care.